Welcome. You've turned into Rockstar Millennial Spotlight, featuring Katherine Spitznagel, professional coach, speaker, and author of the book, Rockstar Millennials, Developing the Next Generation of Leaders. On this show, we'll feature millennials who represent this high-energy, creative, and entrepreneurial generation, and spotlight Rockstar Millennials who are living their purpose, helping others, and making a difference right where they are. Please join me in welcoming our host, Katherine Spitznagel. Hi, this is Katherine Spitznagel with Rockstar Millennial Podcast. Welcome. We're glad to have you today. We're also glad to have a special guest with us, Miss Gemma Long. Welcome, Jenna. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. You have such an interesting story. So I was born on an island called Guernsey near France. You may have heard of it. You may have heard of the Guernsey Carols, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I grew up there on a beautiful island um, with palm trees and white sandy beaches. And dinner was fish and chips on the beach, you know, brilliant childhood, riding our bike, <laughs> see the ocean from my bedroom window, that sort of thing. So that was fantastic. Great upbringing. And then um, when I... When I went to college, university, we call it back at home, um, yes. there's no university on the island, so I went off to England to a place called Lincoln, which is about three hours north of London by train or car. And I did a bachelor's of journalism there, and I had the time of my life. I loved <laughs> university. Um, I worked hard, but I played hard. If I wasn't studying, I was partying, and if I wasn't partying, I was studying. So Good on you. Um, Yes, thank you. I made the most. I've made the most of my you life. You did. And you do. I did. Yeah. And um, I graduated with a first class honors degree. Um, and the people I partied with couldn't quite believe it, but the people I was in the library with knew that I deserved it. The, so, yes. yes. Um, yeah. So then I decided I hadn't quite had enough of education, so I applied to go to uh, do my masters in Australia. Right. And um, I got into a university there called Bond University. It's a private international university on the Gold Coast. Again, a lovely, beautiful place. Um, and I started, I went out there and I started um, doing a, a master's of journalism and I wasn't feeling challenged enough. And there was a lot going on in the world at that time. Um, when I'd gone off to college to do my BA, I actually left on September 12, 2001, so the day after 9-11. The day after, yeah. So there was a lot of, you know, international relations of a huge thing exactly. back then. Mm-hmm. And so when I was doing my master's and not feeling challenged enough, um, I decided to um, diversify um, and add international relations to my studies. And um, I'm very glad I did because I learned a lot. Right. I was at an international university, so it made sense. The, the, yeah, it was it made sense, right? right? Um, yeah, and it was it was really good, and I'll always be thankful for the opportunity to do that. I was walking to my first IR class in a totally different part of the university, and I was on a mezzanine, and I shouted down to this boy and this girl, guy and girl. And I said, hey, do you know where room blah, blah, blah is? And they were like, yeah. The guy was like, yeah, we're going there. You know, come with us. 
So I walked downstairs and I, I saw that guy and I thought, hmm, well, I married that guy, suddenly <laughs> enough. <laughs> and aren't um, you glad? Aren't you glad you asked that question? You know, how do I get there? And how nice of him to say, come and walk with us. And that was... I, I say that um, my husband is called Chris and I say, he found me. Um, yes. I was lost when he found me. <laughs> and um, you found him. Yeah. Yes, wonderful. Yes. That is true in more ways than one. Yeah. Yes. So, um, and so then you made it to the States. So tell us how you, you went from um, near France to England and then Australia, and then you made it to the U.S. So tell so us that about boy, that. Uh, that boy is American. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yep. Uh, but also um, English because his parents are British. Right. So um, his parents were from Newcastle and emigrated to the States when they were in their 30s. They already had a son, Andy, Chris's brother. And um, several years later, Chris was born and um, in Springfield, Illinois. And when I met him, Chris, Chris and I have lived and traveled all over the world. And that's one of the reasons that we work so well together. Yes. Um, and because he had a British passport, um, it meant that it was much easier for us to go back home to Guernsey than it would have been for me to come out to the States. Um, so after I finished my master's and he finished his second of two degrees, um, we moved back to Guernsey and we were there for eight years. The recession happened when we were there. We were mm-hmm. only going to be there for three years, but things happened, recession. Yeah. I got promotion. Um, life. Life happened. Yeah. Life happened. Yes. And, and everything happened. Everything falls into place. Right. And um, I was a journalist. Um, I landed on the Saturday, had an interview on the Monday, was working at my local paper by Thursday. Yes. And um, I loved it. It was it, it was such a great first job. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was such a great job. Being a journalist was, was, I loved it. absolutely loved it. And then I became a news editor. And um, I did that for a few years, and then I, I've always, um, in, I've always enjoyed a challenge. And I worked for a PR company during my time at college during the summers. And they'd always said, if you want a job, just call us, and mm-hmm. it's the job's yours. And being a journalist, I, I mean, I was only twenty-five when I became the, the first, the youngest female news editor. News and, editor. Um, yeah, that's a big deal. It, 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 yeah, and I, I almost kind of, I did it all faster than I planned. And so I went and I worked for the PR company for a year. Um, I wanted to work on campaigns. I wanted to see the bigger picture, not just the, you know, the hard hitting. The how do we get to where we get to? And, and I, and I love the idea of, you know, all encompassing campaigns. So I worked there for a year and then I got headhunted by another PR company with offices in, Jersey, Jersey, London, and Birmingham, and I worked on some huge um, accounts, some small accounts, but some big accounts too. I worked on the CSR strategy for Europe for Chiquita, which was phenomenal. I worked with a company that imported uh, sweet potatoes from North Carolina to continental Europe. I went to the world's largest um, fresh fruit and veg trade fair in Berlin. Um, in the middle of winter, <laughs> um, <laughs> so and it was just fantastic. Yeah. yeah, 
it was fantastic and I loved it. I loved working with local little local businesses, but I also loved the big stuff and I just gained so much experience. I was probably on a plane once every ten to fourteen days. Um, and that was three kids and it was great. Yeah. And then I wanted to do more, which is kind of the theme of my life. I wanted yes, to do more. Want to do more. And, um, <laughs> I wanted to do more. And so the we had always said we would move to the States and so seven years after seven years being there, I applied for and got my green card. Um, Chris and I got married in two thousand and eight. So actually celebrating fifteen years this year. Yay, um, wonderful. I know, I know, I know it's, it's so gone great. fast. Um, yeah. Yeah, so fast. And um, so we left Guernsey and came here. Well, actually, before that, I um, I was working for a company that had offices all over. And I had a lot of friends in the media. And they'd call me up and they'd say, hey, um, someone just pulled, pulled out of an interview. Or I've got to fill tomorrow's paper and I've got nothing to put in there. Or, you know, so I'd speak to clients and find stories and, you know, and um, a bit of a kind of like a press service. And I, and I said to my employer, I said, hey, we should do this. We could offer this as a service. The media will pay us, you know, especially if it's pre-planned. And then we can charge our clients a premium, you know, or it's a benefit to our clients so that they pick us. And they said it won't work. So hmm. I left and I did it myself. I was going to say, and that's when you started a, a new service, yeah, your own. Exactly. So I did that for a year uh, in the process of applying for my green card. And it was fantastic. And I loved it. Um, And so when we moved, we actually, (laughs) there's a theme, um, we actually left Guernsey on September 11, 2014, and landed in the States on September 12, 2014. See that kind of September? That whole um, September 11th. Yeah. Yeah, which we've just passed through again. But, um, um, and so we left and we landed and I have kept many of my clients about 70%. And, you know, they said, well, you know, you can just do it on online, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this was years before COVID and everybody being home and working from home, but I'd always advocated for that, um, when possible. And so, um, I would get up at 3am US time, US so time. 9am, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. in, uh, in the UK but I loved it. Uh, I love getting up early and feeling like I've accomplished so much more in my day, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I did. I ran, we, we carried on with the business back home um, for about three years, two or three years, and then eventually closed that, closed that side of it down um, and had expanded the U.S. business, uh, PR business. Um, so we did that um, working with local independent businesses. And um, it was going great. Everything was fantastic. I had uh, my first daughter in 2016, um, Olivia. I had my second daughter on September 29, 2019, before the world changed. Right before COVID, yeah. And, um, yeah. So here you are running uh, this international business. And yes. you've got one daughter, and then you have your second one, and then COVID hits. And so tell us how things changed then. So with Olivia, um, we'd had, we had family support. Chris's parents lived about a mile away, and 
Chris's mom had taken Olivia. Um, we'd gone into the office Monday to Thursday, and she'd had her for six hours, you know, six to eight hours a day, depending on what our schedule was like. Right. And when we had Hope, I took Hope with me to the office. It was our office. We could, you know. Yes, you could do it that. It was our office. Yeah. A working mom, right? Um, and then in March 2020, we lost two-thirds of our business overnight. Gone. Yeah. Just like that. Just boom. Um, and I remember standing watching CNN sobbing and Chris just put his arm around me and said, it'll be okay. We've got, we've got this far. We've had so many hurdles in life. It'll be fine. And I thought, you know what? It will be. Right. It will be. It, yep. It's just going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. Different. And mm-hmm. I think as the fear, I think as a fear dissipated, not just my fear, but fear of other, other business owners, it kind of calmed and people came back and, um, I actually, I really used the time to be a mom. I used the time to be with my kids mm-hmm. and at home. I and be home mm-hmm. and um, cover the sidewalk in chalk with happy, <laughs> happy, happy messages and uh-huh. smiley faces for people who were walking because everybody was walking. We used to go yes. on these long walks and um, we we just. You said we you were so happy. Us. Those were just we're so happy. the happiest so days happy. yeah, of your life. And, and, yeah. and it has changed our lives for the better. And it's really grounded us. And I've become very more appreciative. We had, um, when I had my daughter, we didn't know if she was going to survive. We didn't know if Hope was going to survive or what kind of life she would have and what kind of life we would have. And she was perfect and she was absolutely okay. And so I'd had that moment of, wow, I really value life and then COVID hit and then I was like I really value being a mom and I really value being home with my kids mm-hmm. and, and I've been 100% career woman you know like yes. I used to run into the burning building not out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you were that that uh, gal yeah, yeah. That, but it I changed yeah this it changed. changed you it yeah changed. And, it, and it did um so tell and, us um how do you manage it now? And you kept going with your small business, but you, you've dedicated a lot more time to volunteering. So half of your time you volunteer, you're with your children, you're still running your business. How do you, how do you manage all that? How do you blend all that, Gemma? So I was volunteering an awful lot of my time before COVID hit, before actually Hope was born. And mm-hmm. I've had, I've really pared down and um, I, I, really honed in on what I was passionate about and we are passionate about children. Yes. We want every child to have the same life as the same opportunities as our own kids. And that's that's like kind of our motto. That's your purpose. So we really, yeah. Yeah. That's our purpose. I and mean, so we really work with now charities and organizations where we can use our skills, our knowledge, experience and connections mm-hmm. to help charities that support children, whether that's putting food on their plate, giving them education that they need and deserve or you know whatever it is um that kids need and so the way I juggle it now is I run my businesses around my family yes um so um I was up this morning 
between 12 and 2 working because <laughs> everybody was asleep. Everybody's asleep. That's quiet time. Everybody was yeah. asleep <laughs> and I was awake, so I worked. And that meant this morning I could spend the morning with my daughter, you know? Right. Um, but so, you get to choose. I get to choose. Yeah. And we, we when, when we were having to build the, the PR business back up, um, we we needed to diversify our income. Yes. And one of the ways we did that was um, we launched a, a membership called Illinois Local. Yes. And because we saw a, we saw all these small businesses really struggling, and um, we wanted to fill the gap that. You know, there's lots of business organizations, associations, but there's lots of places, little pockets of small businesses that kind of, you know, there might just be um, a set, one self-employed business owner. Right. Or, um, you know, their business, they, they live out in the country and they work from home and they don't have a chamber, access to a chamber or, you know, a BNI or, you know, women's networking or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, um and they need that. So we, they need, they need that. You need that. Connections. You need it. Connection right. just to make sure that, you know, to have people beside you who are going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And um, you so also we, saw that, you know, for their, their websites, maybe they needed social media. Maybe they needed support with a website. A lot of things you saw after COVID that these small businesses needed that you knew how to do and how to provide so talk to us about that how did you how did you help them we launched illinois local in december 2020 mm-hmm. and um we we created a um search engine optimized directory so yes. a lot of these small businesses they don't have their own website but they have this space on our website yes. and it's search engine optimized exactly. so a lot of them that will be the key for people finding them. Mm-hmm. And they can put photos on there and they can put reviews on there and um, they can link all their social media accounts. Another thing that we do is we share their social media yes. um, on Instagram and Facebook. We have a members-only Facebook group mm-hmm. because sometimes I might need to hire somebody for two weeks when I go on vacation or, you know, to answer my phones or, you know, look after my paperwork or, um, I need to hire somebody um, in my store. Has anybody got any recommendations? And you've got right. this entrepreneurs who really um, are gunning for each other. They really, they really care about each other and they want each other to do very well. Right. We have a monthly newsletter as well and the members can um, add content to the newsletter. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're the success stories, you know, anything that they're up to. Mm-hmm. Um you hold and conferences then, with speakers? We hold conferences. Yeah. yeah, we had a conference not long ago, mm-hmm. our annual conference. Uh, about half the membership yeah. attended. Mm-hmm. We've got members from all over Illinois. So half isn't too bad. Um, we're, we're in central Illinois in, in Springfield. So um, that's, that's a good number of members to attend. Um, and we had a conference and uh, our speakers were all from businesses in our membership. Mm-hmm. And it was a fantastic day. Well, it's the morning. We, we, we do it on the, on the Monday. 
where people can come quickly and then go back to their businesses because we're all very busy. And by Monday lunchtime, there's a hundred calls to make on your call sheet or, you know, emails to answer. And at the end of the conference, we um, give out awards and we have um, the four of our members and um, it is only members that can nominate members and it is only members that can receive the award. And um, it's just fantastic to be able to do that, to be able to, we have a whole process, you know, we have judges and, um, and, and it's great. And to be able to see these businesses be recognized and for people to think, to, 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 to feel that, oh yeah, you know what? I did do a really, I, I did do really this. did yeah. do a really good job. You yes. know, I'm, I'm, I'm sometimes I'm not winning, but today I'm winning <laughs> and, um, and yes. it's fantastic, and yes. it's just a really, really great day. And a great and support. Yeah. yeah. They feel and, and that support of helping yes, each other. And members yes. meet each other, and members provide the coffee, mm-hmm. and members provide the pastries, and it's a member um, organization where we host the event. And it's just, it's, it's fantastic. Oh. It's one of my favorite days in the year. And then I finish up, and I go home to my kids. Yeah, and, and that's a great day, yes. So tell us, what's next for you? Immediately what's next is we have created a holiday market through yes. Illinois Local. Yes. So I am busy recruiting vendors for that market. Last year we had 60. We had 1,600 people walk through our doors. Um, so my goal is, of course, to increase the number of vendors, um, yes. increase the entertainment. We'll have excerpts from the Nutcracker Ballet. We'll have salsa dancing. Um, There's your international flair again. Yes. 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 <laughs> I feel like you've got a salsa dancer who's a member. That's um, right. And, um, and that's on Small Business Saturday because, again, we saw a void where, yes, there are all these brick and mortars. Fantastic. Love spending Small Business Saturday going around supporting these local independent businesses in our city. But what about all these guys that are selling online or the brick and mortars that want to access a whole new audience? Right. Um, so the market does that, and it's a, a captive audience. Um, we'll have Santa and um, it is Santa's workshop. One of our, our uh, members is creating Santa's workshop for us. I mean, just yes. phenomenal. So that is what I'm working on right now where I'm knee-deep in it, and I absolutely love it because I'm meeting... I'm reconnecting with our members. Yes. And then I'm also meeting all these other businesses because we allow non-members to participate. Yes. And we actually allow teenagers with a business to participate for free. So I'm trying to champion these, our youngest entrepreneurs. Right? Yes. So So, what encouragement, what encouragement do you have for them? How do you encourage them? So I would say, um, there are peaks and troughs in business and yes. in life. And in life, yeah. And in life, make sure you have the right people around you for the highs and the lows, and you will be fine. Um, I think I think that one of the things that um, one of the things that I think about often, um, one of my friends died yes. a couple of years ago, be two years on New Year's Day next year. And um, he said something before he died, my friend Gary, and he said, spend more time doing less. Yes. 
And those are the wisest words I've heard in a very long time. Spend mm-hmm. more time doing, doing less. less. I love that. Yeah. Yes. And um, that's what we do. We, we um, paddle our feet in the stream. We um, look for the, the funny colored stones. We skip <laughs> rocks across the lake. I mean, we we look for the four leaf clover. We, you know, we we just we have slowed down our life with our family who has slowed down our life a little, and we appreciate every moment of our life. And I appreciate my clients, and I appreciate my members, and um, and they appreciate you. I yeah. hope they do. I think they do. I hope <laughs> yes. they do. And I just I I I think that that you know next. For us, really, is just growing that, growing, growing our membership, pro- always providing more for them, encouraging them, helping them, and at the same time, really continuing to create a loving, nurturing environment for my kids and and their friends and their family. Yes, well, and the community, which you do so well, and the community. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I, thank you, thank you, Gemma, for joining us. You run a hundred miles an hour, so I'm thrilled that you took time. Uh, to join me today. So thank you. And thank you to our listeners. Uh, Don't miss a podcast. You can find us on rockstarmillennials.com, iTunes, and Apple Podcast. And until next time, talk soon. To share your thoughts about this episode, subscribe to future podcasts, submit a discussion topic, or shine a light on a rockstar millennial in your world, contact Catherine Spitznagel at rockstarmillennials.com and click on Contact Us.